Hello, everybody. This is Chip Baker. Uh, I'm excited. We are here with the heart of the matter uh, with my guys, Dr. Jeff Springer and my man, Jictavius Parhams. Uh, and uh, this is our second session of what we're doing. And we had a good time the last session. I'm just letting you guys know who we who we are and what we're about. But this one, we're going to dive a little deeper into more of a topic. And so at this time, Doc, I'll turn it over to you and you can get us rolling on, on what we're going to hit on today. Man, I appreciate it. I feel like I feel like I've been in the in the locker room. And, and uh, well, I think I mentioned this last time, you know, we're ready. I'm ready to come out and we just, you know, come off Super Bowl Sunday. So I'm, I'm still hyped. You know, I'm, I'm a little sad that football season is over with, but we but it's still game day, you know. So. Yes. Um, so I want to get on the field. Um, I've been thinking a lot about you guys and I've seen the great things that you're doing every day on both of you. And it just you guys just. You just motivate me, and when I and I wanted to start off before and inspire me in your different in all of the ways that you touch people and lead people and guide people. And um, but I was gonna I wanted to read this. It says, uh, "But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as mortals see; they look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart." And so I thought, oh my gosh, that's that's the heart heart of the matter, is um, you know what what we what our episodes what our conversations um, are supposed to convey. And so um, I think I think uh, hopefully in our conversations, our listeners are going to hear our heart. And um, you know, and one of the things I admire about both of you is that you lead with your heart. And so. Uh, I think that's why we. I, I know that's why I was drawn to to both of you guys. But um, anyway, so the first time around, if if you were a listener, you heard you, you heard a little bit about each one of us and and um, a little bit of our heart. And tonight we want to ta- tackle a topic that um, of, of, called the principle of legitimacy. Uh, or just the word legit, legitimacy. And so um, I was reading, you know, several several years ago, um, or this past year, I was reading Malcolm Gladwell. And uh, you guys are probably familiar with some of his works, but his his latest book is David and Goliath. And out of all the, the amazing um points that he makes in the book the thing that just you know i always look for that one thing and um the major a major theme in that book was this this idea of legitimacy and so um i thought before i just kind of you know throw a textbook quote out i thought well i mean what do you guys think about that what do you think about when you think of the word legitimate or legitimacy what what comes to your mind um I can go. Yeah. Yeah. Dre. I know. Um, it's funny, Jeff, when you first mentioned the when you first mentioned that we were going to be talking about this, I said, I don't know what this is. I never heard of that. I mean, I may have heard of that word, but I started to ask the question is what what context is he speaking from? I'm not sure. So I was like, I'm just going to be in surprise for when we do the show. But I did a little bit of uh. 
research. And I use chat GPT, of course. And then I typed in, I typed in what it means. And it says to respect someone or to um, respect your elders. And so it just means a form of respect. But that's what I got from research. I'm not sure. Um, maybe you guys, of course, when we continue to have this dialogue, I, I'll have a better understanding of what it means. But that's what I got from it so far. Yeah, I like that idea of respecting your elders, especially since I'm the eldest. <laughs> Jeff, what about you, brother? Just, you know, when I hear the word legitimate, I think, you know, my music guy, I'm going to go back and what, like, this will probably age me a little bit. I think uh, MC Hammer, too legit to quit, right? Uh, you know, some other things I think of is, you know, when you say uh, legitimate, I think of authentic, I think of genuine, um, I think of having value, um, I think of having substance mm -hmm. and i think that those are the things that that come up for me when i hear uh the word uh legitimate yeah yeah i love that i love that um you know dre you were talking about you mentioned the word respect um you know um i i you guys know that i work for a university where i supervise um future teachers uh, teacher candidates. And so one of the very first uh, meetings I have with them, one of the first questions I ask them because of this influence of what we're talking about is I ask them as future teachers, why is it important for your students to see you as legitimate? And, um, you know, so I love to hear. So why, why would you think as uh, both of you being educators or, or uh, Dre going to be in the field of ed of education and still stu a student. Of course, we're all students, lifetime learners. But why would you why would you think it would be important for a teacher uh, to have to um, to be seen as legitimate by the students? But so just to clarify, legitimate means respect, right? Well, legitimate me. I mean, okay. So Springer's definition is: is Dre, you're legit, brother. You're real. You have you have you have what Chip was talking about. Substance. You have. Uh, I see you as having value. It's uh, you know um, that you have something to you have something to get that to give that you are that you have, uh, is, you know, you have no problem maybe extending yourself to others. You know, you, you are, you're real. You are, you're, you are who you say you are. You do, uh, what you say you do. I, I don't know, Chip, what do you think? I, I, I agree. Um, I think, <clears throat> I think, I, I think, yes, um, legit, legitimate, um, genuine, real, and, 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 you know, just to, to answer your question, I think uh, they need to know. I think the next thing that comes up for me is experience, right? They need to know that you have experience or a background uh, and your heart, right? Your heart is in the right place. And I think when you can start in that place, when you can start from that place, um, because people know, people can see fake or you know they can read fake or 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 genuine 
people can read effort. And so I think when you give that effort, when you uh, start with the heart, it's it solidifies your legitimacy, right? It solidifies the fact that, oh, well, I'm going to just say it like where we from. Oh, he good people. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, he, he all right. He, he good people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and so I think that that's that's what it is for me. Well, you know, Chip, I, when I see you on on Facebook and mm-hmm. or LinkedIn or whatever, and you and you're with your kids or you're with a group of kids where you've been invited to speak or at, uh, at or at another, you know, meeting where, where you're leading adults, whatever. I mean, you, you know, you those for you to be truly effective with them, you have they have to see you. Yeah. Uh, as as legit as you know or or it's not going to be good it's just not going to be you know so you so i think we could talk about what are some of the things that you could do you know as a leader or as a teacher or you know um and we're all leaders i tell teachers all every every time i meet with them whether whether you want to be a leader or not you are you're a leader of that classroom you if you influence one person you're a leader so, uh, but what kind of leader are you going to be? Are you going to be, um, you know, a, a leader that maybe is questionable or are you going to be le- legit? I want to share three three things that my, Malcolm Gladwell says. He says there are three criteria for, and Dre, maybe this will help a little bit. Uh, legitimacy is based on three things, according to Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, people who are asked to obey authority have to feel that they have a voice. Uh, and if they speak up, their thoughts, their ideas, their suggestions and opinions are going to be heard, respected, like you said, and considered. So so students have to feel, uh, colleagues have to feel, partners have to feel, husbands, wives have to feel, children have to feel, um, you know, subordinates have to feel that they have a voice, you know. Um, and number two, expectations have to be reasonable. So whatever expectations you have, like, you know, the three of us um, have to have, you know, in this partnership, you know, we as we see each other legitimate, we have to have expectations for this podcast that are reasonable. And then the last one is uh, this one's this one's hard. And this is really hard. I was thinking about as a parent, you know, the authority has to be consistent fair and all groups of individuals are treated in exactly the same way the laws of the class have to be predictable and so um you know it's really hard it's so hard as a former teacher and a coach not to have the tendency to show you know some favoritism toward an individual or a group or i mean i mean let's just face it there are some students and some people that are easier to love than others but we have to be we have to be reasonable and we they have to feel like they have a voice and we have to uh, be consistent so so what so what are your thoughts there does that help oh yeah definitely man i think um i'm just sitting here kind of taking in all the information that's being given right now but when I think about when I do think about that word, my perspective kind of switched a little bit. Um, just to kind of go back to your original question, I think that students, well, I like to call them scholars, 
I think one of the key components to be able to establish that that real relationship is transparency. Mm-hmm. Not to come into the classroom and you just see the, you just the educators see themselves as a person that just distribute information all day long. But without having conversations or life conversations about their emotions and their feelings or even bringing up some of the real life events that happens in our society and kind of bringing those conversations to the classroom. I think that I think it's very important because if people don't see that you're real and authentic and they sense a sense of fakeness, (laughs) then that student or that scholar, I feel like are not born to their way to to do their work or to to be a scholar if anything let's be honest you know i have seen and i'm pretty sure maybe you guys can attest to this but some students don't do that well on standard assessment, or they don't give it their best for for the teacher they don't like even when football i mean if if the athletes really love the head coach like they they are in love with the the football team i mean the football staff they're like man i gotta give it God give him my all coach come to practice every day. He show up and he give us our, he give us his best and he's, he's there. He's like really, really there. He's not just looking at the football team as like, Oh, we're there just to help me raise my status so I could go up. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you are real, just in every life, just have a, a, a sense of, a higher respect for you. Not only that, I feel like they'll be willing to do more for you because they know that's real and authentic. And I think that's rare to find in today's society. You know, I'm about people being fake and giving fake energy or they're not just authentic. They're not really not showing them true selves, you know? So I think, I think that that character, I I think it's, it's so important because people will be more willing to even help you when they sense that you're real, you're authentic. Yeah. So I love that, Dre. I love that example. You know, you've you've heard that, uh, you know, I, I guess the cliche or the, you know, the the statement that, you know, I, uh, someone will say, you know, I'll, I would run through a wall for you or I would do, you know what? I, I mean, I would do whatever because because uh, I mean, I doubt seriously that players or teammates or colleagues would say that if they didn't see that other person uh, as legitimate, you know, Um so what what so what kind of things let's let's take uh Chip, let's talk about in society and just in general, how do what gets in the way of of people seeing each other um as legitimate? Ooh. Um I think hey, that's, that's a really that's, good question, by the way. That, yeah, that's 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 that's, that's, that's like how like, like how like kind of just like snuck that we got yeah, a little talk about deeper yeah a little deeper yeah that that that's definitely deep i think um you know i heard this uh before i think a lot of times you know kind of like dre was hitting on in the school piece i think um sometimes we give people labels right and so i heard this you know you can't love anyone beyond the label or limit that you place on them I love it. Right. And so I think, again, it goes back to the heart of the matter for me. I mean, we have to start with a pure heart 
and know that, you know, none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. We're all doing the best that we can with what we have. And I think when you start from that place every time, uh, there, everybody is legitimate because you know that they are a child of God. Right. And so I'm going to hit you. I'm going to go vacation Bible school on y'all. <laughs> uh, red and yellow, black and white. Yeah, brother. Come on. They are precious in his sight. <laughs> Jesus loves the little children of the world. And so, you know, what it goes back to is we're all a one of one. Right. We just have to realize that. And so when we realize that we are a one of one and we have value, I think it allows us that exudes from us and it allows you to treat others in that manner as well. And so everyone that you come across has value. And I think that, you know, that may be the issue in our society where as you know, people aren't starting from the heart, mm-hmm. you know, and so um, they don't really get to the heart of the matter, if you will. And so I think that when I mean, we can start from the heart and know that everybody that we come in contact with has value, mm-hmm. uh, it don't matter age, race, color, religion, none of that matters right you know we're all just striving to do the best that we can with what we have and everyone that you come in contact with has value and for me i think that's where it starts and ends chip i love i i just love that i i think it's i don't think it's a coincidence that um that the word value has been repeated you know multiple times um i I don't know if I shared this with you, Chip, when we did our podcast or Dre, I can't remember, but when I was the high school principal, the, the, the three words that um, the staff and the students heard every, every single day was that you, that you were valuable, that you were complete and that you were loved. Now being in a secular school, I couldn't go really into what complete meant you know, uh, because it was really more complete in Christ, that you, you complete in the fact that you uh, lack nothing, as you say, you know, that we are all created by uh, God and we are, you know, perfect in his eyes. And that, um, but we felt like there was not going to be any s- students were not going to see school truly as legitimate and the school and the campus and the environment and the culture that we were trying to do as legitimate until every student un- understood that we saw their value, that they held value, and that we weren't going, you know, all those accolades and all the things that you want to achieve as a school building, you know, being a school of excellence. And we talked about eminence was even more than excellence going beyond was um, the foundational level was that every single student had to understand that and hear that and feel that for us to be able to get there, first of all, that they were valuable, complete and loved. And so we have to legitimize, we have to, but we can't, it can't just be a, a motto. It can't be a slogan. It can't, it can't be just a something on the wall. I mean, it has to be Dre. It's got to be real. Right. So. Um, yes, so, for sure. You know, I think about, I think about, you know, as you uh, think about um, groups of people, political uh, world, you know, uh, you name it. If, if we were, as you said, Chip, um, started with the heart of the matter and um, 
with the, you know, and with love and in our heart. And, and, um, and I, don't you think that one of the obstacles to seeing others as legitimate Dre is that we all, for some reason, we have this, and this innate desire in us to always be right. You know, like I want to be right. And so I don't, you know, yeah, I love you, but I want you to hear what I have to say. And then that gets in the way of our, our of even having a conversation. Honestly, Jeff, I, I can you can can you help me kind of explain? So you're saying that if if you're if you're that people ego gets in the way of them being real because they always want to be right. Is that am I making sense of that? I don't, I don't have time. Yes. I, in other words, I don't see you as legitimate because you're wrong and I'm right. Oh yeah. I definitely think, I think there's several things that definitely get in the way of people from preventing them from not getting real. I think ego is one of them. It feeds their, feeds their pride. And even I can be honest with myself, I struggle in that area. You know, sometimes I, I let my, my ego get the best of me. So yeah, I think that's a, uh, that's definitely a, uh, something that could get in the way from people. Yeah. Preventing it real. You know, seek first to understand. Stephen Covey used to talk about seek first to understand before, you know, trying to be understood. You know, we, we always, we want to have the first word and we want to have the last word <laughs> and everything in between. I mean, I, I mean, I, Dre, I appreciate you being, you know, real with that, but I I'm with you and I'm sure Chip could tell you the same, you know, that we've, we all demonstrate elements of that and, you know, in, in different roles that we play, you know, and um, do as I say, you know, not as I do. Um, I'm right. You're wrong. I mean, basically we're just trying to, sometimes trying to be the last voice in the room. And if we're always trying to be the last voice in the room that I'm not seeing you two is legitimate because there's not going to be room for a conversation, right? So, um, so anyway, I, I just want to read this, this last quote. It says, when we are treated with trust and respect and fairness, we, we tend to obey the law. Gladwell said, what happens to people when they are denied legitimacy, they get angry and people in authority forget how powerful and unstoppable that anger can be. So do do we do we not see that played out today? Can you read that one more time? Oh yeah, please. Absolutely. When we are treated with trust and respect and fairness, we tend to obey the law. In other words, we conform. You know, we're th think about a student that you're trying to, or a team that you're trying to sway or lead or uh, convey a message or, and you want them to, to, to listen. Well, if, if, if they're treated, if I treat you well, you're probably going to conform long enough to hear me out. But if not, if I don't have that voice, then I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give you the time of the day. And so Gladwell says what happens to people when they are denied legitimacy Okay, they get angry and people in authority forget how powerful and unstoppable that anger can be.
So we have, I think we have, I think the reason I brought this up is because I, you know, because I see segments of our, our world um, that don't, that they don't feel like they have a voice. They don't feel credible. They don't feel valued or heard. And so they don't conform. And rather than the leadership saying, okay, time out, I'm going to reach across the aisle or I'm going to listen. Mm-hmm. They just get louder and the cycle continues. And and then there is no conversation. Thus, there's no legitimacy. And it, and it, and it, and it hurts my heart as we're talking about getting to the heart of the matter. Um, I think, I think we just have to be aware um, in all of our circumstances that, um, as Chip said, we've got to see each other on the same level and um, start there. Um, or we're going to continue to just uh, pick up our toys and go home. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's deep. No, that is. That was some good stuff you shared, Jeff. Yeah. You know, I honestly, um, I just think about how, <clears throat> you know, that there's times where, like you said, in society where people's voices are not being heard. I think you even originally mentioned like the guy that, uh, um, what's his name? This is very recent. I think that was the first discussion you we were going to talk about, about the, I think he played cornerback or safety for the Bills. Um, but he passed out. He passed out. I can't think of his name right now, but I know that he passed out on the field. Hamlin. The bar. Yeah. Hamlin. And they wanted to continue playing, you know. And I just feel like I kind of, because when I think about that, I think like, like, would have continued the game. Those football players did not walk off the field. You know what I mean? Like, it just seemed like, dang, you know. It took a it's it took a whole team to 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 unite together to say they're not going to continue to to play again to play the football game for their voices to be heard. But why couldn't you know that incident alone? That young man that passed out on the field. Why wasn't that enough? Why wasn't his voice that that is a form of communication saying I can no longer play like. Why continue the game? I just think about a lot of scenarios where, you know, and I can go all day about this, where our voices or just in different cases are not heard. And leadership um, and people of power tend to be on a power-like mission where they feel like they have all this power and they can't be stopped and they forget about the people that are real. Like, we should see each other equal. It doesn't matter the title, the position, or their social economic status or how much money they make, everybody should be seen as equal. But, you know, of course, in America, that's just not realistically the case in all cases. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Chip, what's the lesson here? I mean, what, what if you, could you, I mean, you're, you're so good at wrapping things up and putting a bow on it. I mean, what would be, I mean, you and I, we all know we could talk another hour at, I mean, or long on this, and this is a topic that maybe we do a part two somewhere down the road. I mean, I don't think it's a, 
I think it may be a theme that is weaved through other topics that we talk about. But tonight, what do you what would be a what would be a a closing reflection for us? I think um as as you you know, as we close and we reflect again, I think that it's so, it's so deep. Um, when you think about legitimacy, you know, cause the initial, the initial, when you brought it up as far as legitimacy, you know, I was just thinking surface, you know, legit, you know, worthy, you know, those kind of things. But, but, you know, as you went through the principles and talked about the different things that Gladwell you know, had broken down, it's, it's really, it's it's a substance. It's a deep level thing because you can look at the makeup of what we do on a day to day teamwork, family. Uh, you can go into society, you know, like we did today. I mean, it, it's so deep. But again, for me, I feel that it goes back to the heart of the matter. <laughs> you know, and so I think you know we have to govern govern our hearts, guard our hearts. Um, it starts with showing and giving love and being love. Um, and I think that if we can do, I think for me, that would be the the whole theme of it is, you know, it all comes from the heart and kind of like what Dre was saying. I think when you, I broke it down as you get what you give, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you, you know, if you're giving love and respect and, uh, adding value and, and showing legitimacy and uh, showing to others that you believe that they're legit, you know, then you will receive those things in return. And so I think as we wrap up, that's for me, as far as what the closing pieces will be. And I guess we can all go around the horn and just kind of talk about, you know, our closing, you know, what we got from it, if you don't mind. Right. What you, what you thinking? No, I think that, um, this was definitely a definitely a good conversation, um, good dialogue to have around around this topic. I think if I could say anything, always look to add value and always look to to add, yeah, just to add value. Like I don't really have anything profound, deep to say. Just I, if anything, it's just to add value as much as you can in in every walk of, area of your life. I love it. You know, guys, I would just say, you know, I guess a question that I would leave our listeners is, how's your heart condition? Um, you know, or what condition is your heart in? And um, does it need a checkup? You know, a checkup from the neck up, you know, or whatever. But uh, that affects your heart, you know. And so, um, you know, and it's just... Um, I, I think I hope that I hope one of our goals in this series is that we just cause people uh, we don't have to give answers. We can ask a lot of questions, but we hope that those questions cause you to pause. So. So good, Doc. Well, I love for as we close, if all of us can go around, Dre, if you don't mind, just we'll start with you. You know, just share with the audience you know, your social media where they can go follow you and check you out. And show you show you some love, man. Most definitely. So I did say a few different names last time, but you can find it at Mr. Schoolhouse. Um, Instagram, Mr. Schoolhouse. 
All right. Doc, what about yourself? Website suit up ministries. Like you put on a suit, direction up, ministries, plural. Suit up ministries.org or Jeff at suitupministries.org. There's a lot of, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, Twitter at suitupministry is my Twitter. Um, but but probably the website and through there or my email directly is the best chip. All right. And mine is all of my social medias at Chip Baker TSC, as in the Success Chronicles, except for Twitter and Twitter is at Chip Baker 19. And so, uh, you know, I, I'd encourage you to, you know, not only just listen and take what we're saying to heart, um, you know, and, and you know, focus in and synthesize the information we're giving you. But I also ask that you, you would, you know, take some time and go check out each of you know, our pages and the things that we have going on because individually we have some great things, but oh, when we come together, it's hot. <laughs> so I uh, just want to say again, thanks so much guys for taking the time. Thank you brothers for, for being on uh, gr- another great session and we'll see you guys next time. God bless. Mm-hmm.